So I'm just sitting down here with Clive Roberts. Uh, we're working through something called the Forgiveness Project at the moment uh, down at Hope, where we're just looking at the subject of forgiveness. It's an issue that affects all of our lives in one way or another. And also looking at uh, people's different stories on uh, how forgiveness has been a part of their life. So thanks for coming along, Clive. You're welcome. And uh, I know that you've got your own story to tell in regard to forgiveness. So uh, where did that begin for you? What's that all about? Well, it's almost like a history lesson. We're going right back in time uh, over 50 years to the time when Jan and I were getting ready to uh, to get married. Okay. And um, the, the service was taking part at Jan's church down in Kent. And uh, everything was in hand, you know, uh, all the fuss and the frills of uh, a, a wedding were in All place. the things that go along with the big day. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bridesmaids' dresses and what have you. Uh, and then uh, we, we were called by the minister to go and have a chat uh, with him. And, uh, Would this, this be like a pre-marriage talk yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, we've both been brought up in the church and, uh, you know, very much part of all of our own churches. Um but uh, I, I spent an hour with this guy, and really I found it very moving. Um, there was a, okay. a, so, a sort of intimacy there. And, well, in uh, terms of what he was sharing with it, you and talking yes, to you about? Yes, okay. and I mean, he, you know, he was talking about the responsibilities of marriage and, you know, the sanctity of marriage. Right. So I was really drawn into this and uh, really affected by, uh, uh, by the minister him, himself. Uh, and all, all was well, you know. I, I took a lot away with from the meeting and yeah. thought things through, and uh, uh, thought, you know, it was the ideal preparation for uh, f for the big day. But it didn't quite work out like that because uh, Jan and I turned up for our wedding, but uh, the minister right. unfortunately had uh, left his wife uh, and. Uh, so, oh, what? So, so in between him giving you your marriage guidance council, whatever, yes, and the wedding day, yes, uh, he, he 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 he'd done a runner, gone off and uh, left a disabled wife and uh, two or three children. Right, so, um, right. Uh, that obviously threw us uh, mentally. Uh, yeah. So, so, so you're coming to your wedding day expecting. A particular minister, oh, we had and a, having somebody having the standard, basically a very, very old doddery standard. If <laughs> okay. I remember rightly, okay. yes, yes, right. But of course, nobody knew. Yeah, uh, sure. So there was no, there was no link. Uh, sure. So uh, yes, I mean, he, all right. The, the guy stood in, and and uh, we were duly married, and uh, all was well. But um, so, what, what, how, how did that affect you then, Clive? Uh, well, first of all, I put it down and just thought, well, that's the way the modern world, these things happen. Uh, mm. That's what people do. And uh, But at the same time, I, I, I carried a, a sense of betrayal uh, and felt let down almost by uh, the, the, the church itself, unfortunately, because, I mean, we tend to personalise things, you know. And we if, do, yes. If one person yes. is representing... You know, a uh, whole institution organization. An institution, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. yes. So, there, I mean, there was tremendous. Uh, there was disappointment there, uh, but I, I felt that affected my relationship with the church, and 
in a sense, was part of the reason why, for much of my uh, our married lives, we'd been away from the church. We we tried in different places where we'd lived to go back, right? But there was yes. not the real pull and the real wish. Because you get... were both believers, you've been, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. But uh, I don't know. We, um, we were both brought up in a a different age. I mean. When we went to church as youngsters, uh, nothing happened on a Sunday. Sunday was a day of rest. Yes, there was yes. no sport. There was no no shops open. Sure. And in a sense, you went to church for your um, social life. Mm. Uh, there was an element of that. So we were church goers, and uh, I'd you know I'd searched. I mean, in school, I'd been part of the Christian uh, the Scripture Union. Right, Crusaders, right. which was a you know a group for young young yes. adults, uh, being involved with that, and I'd always wanted to be part of something, but I don't know. I'd never made the, the great leap of faith. Right. Okay. So uh, so so you were a ch- you'd been churchgoers, but now you would see a difference between a churchgoer and somebody who what has a living faith with Christ. Yes. And yes. Yes. Now, I mean. Uh, um, since coming to Nottingham, you know, we got right. involved in uh, the, the churches here. Yes. And having done an Alpha course, um, I really had my moment, uh, you know, my Damascus, uh, road to Damascus uh, moment, uh, which was uh, absolutely mind-blowing. Right. And um, after that, I was asked to give a talk to, uh, you know, to a church group. And uh, I was going through what had happened, and really I became quite emotional about it, and realised that you know for forty plus years I had been carrying quite a lot of hurt, uh, okay. and um, out of the the disappointment because of being let down yes by because this. because of what had happened, and uh, I'm not you know uh, I don't like hypocrisy. Uh, right. You know, right. whatever somebody's view, providing they're straight, that's fine. I can take, you know, I can yeah. take that on board and reason with it and, you know, talk things through. But it's when somebody says one thing and... And it's that does, duplicity. It's does that, the opposite. Perceived, that's, that sense of hypocrisy. That's, that's, what, that's what... He was saying one thing but actually living yeah, in a that, different way. That, 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 that's what cuts. So... Um, so you're sharing this and you're getting quite emotional. This is like... Several decades later, I'm presuming. Yes, this is uh, this is for, for, uh, more than forty years on. Right. Um, right. And then, you know, hearing talk about forgiveness, and uh, I thought, well, somehow or other, I've got to come to a stage because uh, this is not doing me any good. It's not doing anybody else any good yes. to carry this feeling, because again, it was sort of exacerbated the fact by the fact that when I came to faith later in life when I came to real faith later in life I started reading uh, the Bible more intensely uh, I couldn't remember what I was reading uh, the, the memory wasn't as good and yeah. I, I felt you know I, I was mixing with people who really knew their Bibles back to front and uh, I suppose there's a bit of jealousy there because that was something I felt I'd missed out on you missed out on, on. You know, right like, okay sure. I, know, I know we sure. shouldn't we shouldn't be there <laughs> bringing jealousy into it as well you know (laughs) we we shouldn't feel like this but uh, you know that was there 
So I came to this feeling that I had to do something to to get rid of this uh, feeling of being so let down by this one person. Right. So um, I can remember uh, that obviously there was nothing I could do on a personal level. I mean, the chap was older than me, and I'm in my 70s, so the, the... in all probability, the chap isn't even alive, even yeah. if I could trace him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's too late for any forgiveness on a person, you know, on a face-to-face level. Mm. But I still felt somehow I had to speak out my forgiveness. And I can remember doing this on two or three occasions uh, and actually speaking it out loud. And you Is know, this something you did on your own or with other people? No, I, I did it on my own. Yeah, um, yeah. And, I mean, you know... <laughs> At the time, you think, well, this sounds crazy, you know, just standing on your own and talking, you know, talking to somebody who's not there and saying, sure. you know, I forgive you, I forgive you. But you're but, making a confession. You're, you're speaking something to, to bring it out. out of that's right, almost. that's right. And uh, yeah. having done that, I, I just felt that uh, it was, uh, you know, it, I, I felt a sense of freedom. I felt... Uh, a sense of real release. Okay. So uh, did you do this, you say you did this two or three times? You're saying, yes. you're saying the sort of same sort of prayers yes. to, or confession two or three times just to sort of... To, to, work, to, let, to, to work it through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah. And has that brought, brought a definite release to you? Oh, yes. You say? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes yeah. okay. Incredible difference. I mean... Uh, Yes, I could. Yeah, well, like now I can talk about it, sure. and I don't. I, you know, I don't get those. Uh, I, I don't well up and. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, um, I mean, I, th- I remember when you first told us, told me your story. Yeah. at Our house in an evening when we got a group of people round, and and you know you sort of got quite emotional telling it because it's it's ve- it's very real to you. Yes. And and I'm thinking that. One of the reasons your story's interesting from from the forgiveness project point of view is the fact that that this is an incident that happened decades earlier. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And and it and it's decades after that that you've got to a place of saying, "I'm going to forgive this person." Presumably, that's right. that's, that's part of what the confession was. Whatever hurt, disappointment that I felt, I'm going to speak that out, and I'm going to I'm going to forgive this person that's right and and there may well be other people who sort of listen to your story and and they've got a similar experience is i'm thinking this is going to something that you're going to recommend well it worked for me and i don't see any reason why it can't work for for, for other other people Uh, because was it part of your let, let me use this word was it part of your conversion experience that led to you needing to or wanting to show this forgiveness, or was it sort of separate from that in some ways? Uh, I th- I think it was. I mean, I ha- I now have a, a a really deep faith. Yes. And I uh, I felt that part of that faith necessitated me sort of clearing the decks of all detritus and right, uh, right. stuff like this. So. Uh, uh, yes, in 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 that sense, it was part of all that process. Uh, yes, really. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, great, right. Well, thanks, Clive. Thanks so much for sort of sharing that story with us and letting us know of one of your experiences of what it means to forgive somebody, even when that person 
isn't actually physically around to forgive and also to give us an insight into the level of freedom that brings to us when we do make that decision. So thank you very much. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. So which records do I take on this desert island with me? <laughs> <laughs> you can bring whichever records you wish. Thanks, Clive, and God bless. <laughs>